This is the Health Space Podcast, where we interview experts in the field of integrative health and wellness. I'm your host, Prue Sturgeon. Today, I'm speaking with Mariana, who is a qualified naturopath and biocom therapist. In her practice, Mariana uses nutritional and herbal medicine specifically designed to enhance health and healing for her clients. In this episode, Mariana and I talk about what naturopathy is and how it is a practice designed to support the body's own ability to heal itself, what to expect in a naturopathic consultation. We discussed how poor gut health is often involved in chronic health issues and what the key symptoms are. We touched on why sleep is so important in the body's ability to heal and how mindset and satisfaction in life plays a part in our physical health. I loved exploring all things naturopathy with Mariana. I hope you enjoy this episode too. Hey Mariana, thank you for joining us for the podcast today. Hello, it's my pleasure being here. As you're aware, the theme of this podcast is inspiring you to be the best version of you. So I'm wondering what are your go-tos to inspire you to be the best version of you? Well, there's a few things that I really, really need in order to feel my best. Firstly, good food. So I really need to be eating well, most particularly without touching much sugar. <laughs> that really makes me feel not very good. Um, sleeping well is something I really need to do as well. And a very important one as well is spending quality time with my friends and family, um, having fun with them, connecting with them. Yeah, family, friends and fun makes everything so much better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're our Director of Naturopathy here at HealthSpace. Yeah. Today's episode is really about learning what is naturopathy and what does it actually involve? Um, Because I think a lot of times we can get a little bit mixed up between nutritionist, naturopath and and what the difference is. Naturopathy is basically supporting the body's own ability to heal itself and understanding the causes of the symptoms that are showing. So really the symptoms are just the language of the body trying to tell us there's something wrong. So our job is to find out what that is and then giving back to the body all the basic stuff that it needs to heal itself and function and its best. In regards to the differences between nutrition and naturopathy, I would say it's mostly that us as naturopaths, we have an extra help from herbal medicine. A naturopathy consultation when we involve finding out where your body's at, taking a very comprehensive case, asking about all different systems to understand how the body's functioning. So we use nutrition advice, we use um, herbal medicine, we use lifestyle advice. And then when it comes to, again, differentiating nutrition and naturopathy is basically just the herbal medicine that we use and they don't. The nutritionists, they will use nutritional medicine and use all the this, the supplements like the nutrients and stuff to treat the conditions and we do that as well, but we also use the herbs. Right, so if someone was to come to you for a first session, you sort of mentioned this, you'd go through an in-depth intake. What could they expect to experience in the first session? How long might it go for? And then how long might you want to see them for? What could they expect from that? Yeah, so the initial consultation usually takes around an hour. We'll be, as I said, taking a very comprehensive um, case. So that includes just asking, obviously, 
understanding what the main issues of that client are and what their goals are but we will also be wanting to know like a lot more detail what's going on with all the systems in the body it's very basic for us to find out if these basic needs of the body are being met and that would be like how's your digestion going what is your sleep quality um, what are your levels of stress uh, what is your mood like those basic things so we can understand what's happening. So the initial consultation is going to be a lot more finding out, getting information from the client and maybe it will include like a few tips, but the treatment plan will not really start until the second consultation when it's when we're going to have put together a report of findings for that client and that encompasses their goals and then our goals to achieve their goals in a more physiologically way and then we're going to have all the diet recommendations and all the supplements that we'll be suggesting and from then we start treatment plan. In regards of time frame, it really depends obviously on the condition and how chronic it is. Um, recovery plan can take anywhere from six weeks to six months and then after that we obviously have maintenance phase and that's one of the most frequently asked questions from my clients they're always asking me how long am I going to take to have to do this for obviously that acute phase that recovery phase you have a lot of like supplements and lots of things that not necessarily have to do forever but in regards to lifestyle and diet it's pretty much like doing it forever <laughs> because what we're doing here is helping the clients to learn how they can best use their bodies, how they can best feed their bodies so their bodies can give them the best as well and make them feel the best and not necessarily imprisonate them. So just to, I guess, reiterate and clarify and correct me if I'm wrong, so you would have a first session with someone, you'd go through a really intensive kind of intake and look at all of the systems and what's going on. And from there, um, you will actually create a report of findings, which will go through a comprehensive understanding of what's actually going on with them, what supplements and herbs and other lifestyle changes they might require. And then it depends on, obviously, what's going on with them as to how long they might be on those kinds of things for. Yeah. Okay, and then it's about maintenance and really helping their body to heal itself. Exactly, and we're all about educating our clients to empower them to make the right choices mm. after a while. So obviously they need us less and less and yeah. what changes in regards to recovery phase and maintenance phase is obviously the frequency of the consultations and how much they actually need us. That is going to be a lot like probably like every week or every two weeks at the beginning and then I don't know, like my long-term clients, they come every like three, four months to make sure everything is okay or obviously if they have any other issues. And I love that about, um, you know, really teaching and empowering and educating your clients to learn how they can do this themselves. And then obviously if something comes up, they have stressful situations, they can come back to you and go, what should I do now? Or I'm experiencing this other symptom that I've never had before. Exactly, and yeah. On that note, what are the conditions that you normally see in clinic? What do you normally work with or what does naturopathy kind of um, most cover? Virtually speaking, naturopaths can treat any conditions. Anything from digestive issues, hormone issues, autoimmune diseases, thyroid issues, stress management, insomnia, low energy levels, skin issues, allergies. I personally treat a lot of um, people with digestive issues. 
I also have an autoimmune disease myself, diabetes type 1, so that's obviously something that I'm really passionate about too. So the development of autoimmunity, because of that I also see lots of clients with thyroid issues and Crohn's disease and MS, other autoimmune diseases, not to mention diabetes of course. But because I understand so well the autoimmunity starts in the gut, that's definitely my main thing. And as naturopaths, we will always be looking at your digestive function because if your digestion is not working well, your body can't really absorb and um, it doesn't really have the building blocks to make all the rest of the systems work. So chances are the rest of your body is going to be suffering as well as your digestion is not working as well as it could be working. So that's definitely for me like the main thing. And it's really interesting to see how there's no chronic disease at least based on my practice. There's never a chronic disease without a gut issue there that probably started first and not everyone will have the same symptoms but there's always some sort of imbalance or some sort of um, dysfunction there. So yeah, we always start with the gut. We will be asking a lot about your poos and all that. As health practitioners, it's probably a little bit funny for our clients, but we get so used to speaking about bowel movements as a marker for health because it's so important for gut health. Can you talk a little bit about um, some of the symptoms of maybe a dysfunctional gut and um, for any clients that may not know. So I think the main ones are bloating, constipation, diarrhea, um, excessive flatulence, um, nausea, reflux, all those things people just think it's normal because it depends on what you eat but really if you're having any of those symptoms there's definitely something going on there and it's your digestive system is not working as well as it could be because we should be able to eat most things and not even feel it. At the clinics we have the Bristol stool chart. Do you mind talking our listeners through that just in terms of um, something that they can be aware of in terms of markers for health in bowel movement? Yeah, so the Bristol stool chart is something that we use um, to help our clients to give us more information about their poos because as you said before, some people find it funny or feel awkward talking about it. So with these two charts, you have like from number one to eight, so all different types of um, poos, and that goes from like super liquid to very, very hard to pass and solid. Obviously, we don't really want to be in one end or the other. We want to be in between. So that would be around like type four or five, which is a poo that it's easy to pass. You don't have to strain a lot. It's well formed. It's not liquid. It doesn't give you cramping or pain or any sort of uncomfortable feelings. Actually, when I was studying this, I was told that the ideal poo is like a ripe banana. That's exactly it. <laughs> and it's soft, softer than a banana, so it's easy to pass. Yeah. In an ideal world, you just go there and sit down and it comes out and you're not even thinking about it. It's always going to be smelly, but not necessarily super smelly. There's no cracks on it. And undigested food as well. Yeah, no pieces of food. Mm. That's very important too. Yeah. And it should sink. If it's floating, it's not a very good 
thing as well. It has to do with fat metabolism and digestion, so it's not a very good thing either. Yeah, I think for any of our listeners who might find this a bit awkward or uncomfortable, just think about your digestive system as if like we want things to move through. We essentially have a tube from our mouth all the way to the end, and so we want things to be moving all the way through. We don't want things to be stopping. Exactly, that's right. And if it gets to the end and the byproduct is that beautiful, easy to pass poo, it means that your body actually absorbs all the nutrients in that food that you're eating, being able to excrete all the toxins and everything. There's obviously quite a lot of other factors that you've sort of touched on in terms of how people are living their lifestyle. Um, Are you able to just sort of briefly speak about the different things that you see in clinic that are really sort of affecting the clients that you work with? I think people don't give enough importance to sleep. That's a very important one because if you're not sleeping enough, if you're not sleeping well, your body's just not recovering, it's not healing, it's not um, restoring, you know? So that's a massive one and it virtually affects every system in your body. It's funny you say that because you and I were both at the book launch of Dr. Ron Ehrlich's um, book, A Life Less Stress. Yeah, that's it. And that was one of his top points as well about Mm -hmm. sleep. Drove it home for me. That's it. Like you, your body needs to be sleeping to be healing and repairing. So sleep is definitely a big one. And with the crazy lifestyles we're living these days, people trying to fit so many things on a day, um, and trying to get so many things done after work. So not getting enough sleep. You're not getting to bed um, early enough. Also, like when you're sleeping makes a lot of difference. So your body, your adrenal glands, your energy levels, your cortisol hormones, they respond to light and the amount of light you're being exposed to. Um, So the more light, the more activity is happening within your body and the less light, the less activity. But your body is naturally designed to respond to natural light. So if you're sleeping during the day or sleeping too late or all those things you affect as well it's not only the amount of sleep but when you're sleeping that's the same thing with diet so when you're eating certain things will definitely affect the way you metabolize things because your body is prepared to metabolize and um, use things when you're doing it throughout the day after around like six seven o'clock your body's understanding that it starts to shut down and it starts to relax and it wants to go to bed so the foods that are eaten after that time will not necessarily be metabolized and digested the same way either so all those things will impact sleep quality will impact your energy levels you you impact your weight massively as well it almost comes back to that idea of how our relationship is with our body i think we live in a most of us know this a busy modern world where we have this head up understanding of go 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 fall on the pillow and sleep okay get up and go 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 but how is your relationship with your body and are you giving it time to rest and recuperate and to heal as well? That's it. So yeah, just answering your question again, I think the main thing I see in clients that in practice that really affects their health is that disconnection with the natural rhythms mm. of life. It's the disconnection with their body. It's um, trying to do everything and expecting that your body is going to function exactly the same way throughout like day and throughout night and all that so that's really important to restore that connection and that's what I try to get my clients to do a lot. I can't not mention stress 
So stress is such a big one as well, and people don't realize that stress actually causes physical issues. So it's not only something that is in your head, like it's actually, it actually changes your physiology a lot and it creates disease. That's definitely a topic for a whole yeah. new podcast. So stress management, sleeping well, eating mm. well, mm. those are really important things. Me personally, I really think connection and being around loved ones and how happy you are, how satisfied you are with your life, that plays a massive um, role as well. So I'm always looking into that. I'm always looking into mindset. I'm really aware of how much mindset affects your perception of reality and it affects your biology as well, like Bruce Lipton would say. I'm always looking into that as well when for that reason, I work a lot with the kinesiologists in health space too. Lots of people, they think they're doing everything right. They're eating right and they're sleeping well. Like they, They're trying to do everything right, but they're still not healthy and they're still not happy. And then most of the time, it has a lot to do with mindset and it has a lot to do with lack of connection, which really, for me, are the main things in life. Absolutely. It's such an important thing to understand that how we're feeling, that is an actual biological experience. Like Mm -hmm. there's certain hormones that are released, certain neurotransmitters, and it's like a cascade effect. So if you're feeling down, it's more likely to be a downward spiral. If you're feeling up, it's like an upregulation. So that's it. So important. And you and I actually, um, we ran a detox program recently and one of our clients in particular that we shared, it was so great to see how we assisted her to begin that upward spiral with the kinesiology and the mind-body medicine approaching it about how she feels and then obviously with the naturopathy to really look at um, what can support her from a biochemical perspective. That's it and and that's really important to work together in that because lots of times I found that I can give the clients the right information and they know what to do it's not that they don't know but what is keeping them from actually making that change and usually that has to do with mindset and that has to do with their relationship with themselves and with their friends and the family yeah it makes a lot of difference working that together because mostly speaking we just exposed to so many like so much information and we kind of mostly knows what's healthy and what's not obviously we tailor programs to suit everyone's needs everyone is so different the composition is so different but there's so many people out there that they know what it would be good and it would be best for their bodies but still they can't make that change so why is that so the mindset you know that that's really important and that's where changing that that's when we start creating magic absolutely and, and when step. you see that you yeah. you know this like when you see that change in a client where they can actually like connect that place in themselves yeah. where they want to do that stuff like that's it's a desire it, it makes them feel good that's rather than it. doing it because they feel like they have to and they've been told to it's such a difference exactly. such a big shift in closing what would you like to leave our listeners with what's one if they could take one thing away from our conversation today what would you like them to remember try to get enough sleep eat well not a lot of sugar mostly speaking obviously when it comes to diet there's so many other things that that we can talk about but just try and eat real food most of the time not processed food and definitely spend enough time with your loved ones beautiful what a way to go out thanks mariana thank you thanks for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it if you'd like to learn more about health space clinics and what we offer please go to our website at healthspaceclinics.com
www.thepodcastpodcast.com.au. If you like what you've heard, feel free to subscribe. We post new episodes regularly, so we'll have more great content for you soon. We'd love to hear from you in season two. If you have a particular question or topic that you would like us to cover in an episode, please email us at podcast at healthspaceclinics.com.au.